from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you along with Mark Anthony. Mark's website is afterlifefrequency.com linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Mark, there are many, many religions. What do they feel about reincarnation? Some do, some don't, don't they? Uh, absolutely, George. Normally, when we think about reincarnation, that draws us to India, which is the home to Hinduism, Jainism, Sikhism, and Buddhism. They all originated there. And all of those belief systems embrace reincarnation as a basic tenet of, of those faiths. But... The Dalai Lama uh, has said that reincarnation isn't just a Hindu or Buddhist concept, but rather part of the history of human origin. And according to Pew Research, um, and let me see, there's two organizations, um, Pew Research, the Global Research Society, excuse me, three, and the Institute for Social Research, 51% of the world's people now believe in reincarnation, including 33% of Americans. That's huge. That is huge. And this in, in, it includes countries where the religions that are dominant there reject reincarnation. But the thing is, when you start studying theology, I've, I've noticed, along with uh, several other scholars, that reincarnation is at the root of, of all the religions. Um, in Judaism, there are references such as in Jacob's Ladder. Now, Jacob's Ladder, which is in Genesis 28, is one of the most mysterious and mystical and studied passages in Scripture. Very briefly, Jacob uh, was a prophet, and he uh, laid down and he had a dream where he saw the original stairway to heaven. Basically, he saw this this uh, ladder with angels ascending and descending between heaven and earth in an unending procession. And the interpretations of Jacob's Ladder have been ongoing since ancient times. And one of the interpretations by uh, um, Kabbalist uh, scribes 
uh, progressive Christians and certainly Hindus and Buddhists, is that the ascending and descending angels are representative of the cycle of spirits descending from the spirit realm, which is heaven, to earth, and then back again. So it is believed that this could be a reference to reincarnation. Now, I know there's people who disagree with that. I'm just telling you what's one of the many metaphors of Jacob's Ladder is. Um, another one is that there's the timelessness of time, that there's an interconnectedness between heaven and earth, and, of course, um, of reincarnation. Um, so, so that's a very, very fascinating passage. But, George, there's also, it is believed, references to reincarnation in Christianity. In the Bible? That is correct. And in the early centuries of Christianity, um, there were several different schools of thought. And one of them was by Origen of Alexandria. And Origen of Alexandria lived in in uh, what is now Egypt, or what it, well, it was still Egypt then. Uh, and Origen rejected the notion of eternal damnation. And what he taught was that all souls lived through multiple ages in a succession of lifetimes, and all spirits, including Satan, would eventually work their way up to a higher level and be reunited with God. And so this, this was one of the early schools of thought in Christianity. Origen lived in the um, early 3rd century, um, and by the, um, by the next century, the Emperor Constantine called the Council of Nicaea. And in the Council of Nicaea, um, it was, it, the, the Bible was codified. In other words, um, you know, Constantine was presiding over the Roman Empire, and the old religion of the gods on Mount Olympus had pretty much faded away. Most of the people in the empire were Christian, and he wanted there to be one religion and an authoritative text for that. So he ordered that into existence in A.D. 325, but then roughly two centuries later, and I don't want to go through the whole history of the Roman Empire, because I would take, like, you know, right. a, a very in, long time. We'd be in a few centuries if we did. Yeah, a few centuries. Um, the empire had split into two sections. The western half, which was ruled from Rome. The eastern half ruled from Constantinople, modern-day Istanbul and Turkey. The western half collapses. And the eastern half, which we now refer to as the Byzantine Empire... Um, the emperor there, Justinian, Justinian the Great, called forth the the um, Fifth Ecumenical Council. And at the Fifth Ecumenical Council, reincarnation was officially banned. It was declared as heresy and put, put off to the side. However, it is believed that a number of passages still still survive the editing process one of which is, is Jacob's Ladder in the Old Testament. The other one is the Transfiguration. Now, George, the Transfiguration is also one of the most mystical and fascinating passages in Scripture. Explain that. It's in Matthew 17, Mark 9, and Luke 9. What happens there is Jesus takes a select group of apostles to the top of a mountain, and he begins to glow white. And a mist forms next to him, and the spirits of Moses and Elijah appear on either side of him. 
um, fascinating because Moses was the bringer of the law, according to uh, Jewish tradition. Elijah was the enforcer of the law, and in the Christian tradition, Jesus was the embodiment of the law. Well, then they they pixelate and, and, and fade away, and they go to the bottom of the mountain, and you know, understandably, the disciples are rather overwhelmed, and there's a discussion of, well, who do you say that I am? And the disciples say, well, well, you know, some say that that you're the prophet Elijah, some say that you're John the Baptist. Um, in Luke nine, the disciples ask, why do the teachers of the law say Elijah must come first? Now we have to remember here, uh, George, that Jesus lived 800 years after the prophet Elijah. And Moses was, was probably about another, another um, uh, 1,200, you know, 1,000 to 1,200 years before that. Did they pave the way for Jesus? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And, and then Jesus replies, he's, he basically said in Matthew 11, to be sure Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man, meaning Jesus, is going to suffer at their hands. Then it says in Matthew 13, then the disciples understood he was talking to them about John the Baptist. Let me explain here. Christ, um, progressive Christian scholars, um, mystical um, uh, Kabbalist uh, Hebrew scholars, along with Hindus and Buddhist scholars, have examined this passage very closely. Basically, what Jesus is saying is, Elijah has already come, but he appeared as John the Baptist. And it is believed that this is a reference that John the Baptist was the reincarnation of the prophet Elijah, who lived 800 years before. Once again, I realize this is going to be very controversial for a lot of people, and I'm not telling you that this is what it says, but this is what several scholars who've been studying this for centuries believe that it indicates. Do you agree and with them? I do. I, I do. Um, now, I'm not saying that, you know, John the Baptist was Elijah reincarnated, but it does appear that reincarnation is referenced um, there with Jacob's Ladder, and there's uh, a couple other uh, references throughout the Bible. Is it accepted? The Transfiguration is is considered one of the most like I said, mystical and unusual passages. That's probably why it didn't get cut out, um, because also um, mediums look at, well, this is a form of physical mediumship because the mist and the formation, the materialization, if you will, of Elijah and Moses are in conformity with what is considered to be a legitimate um, display of physical mediumship. Physical mediumship means that the medium is able to project ectoplasm, which will take a physical form. Now, I've seen several so, so-called physical mediums, and I'm not persuaded by them because they do everything in, in total darkness, and, and it's, it's really quite silly. Um, but, but here, if you're actually seeing it as, as the disciples, um, uh, according to to Matthew, Mark, and Luke, then this would appear that that you know, of course, Jesus being Jesus was so elevated and and very possibly divine was able to bring forth these spirits quite easily. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Do you believe, Mark, that all of us have reincarnated at some point in our existence? I I do. Uh, I do, and and I've done readings, George, for over 15,000 people, and and very often uh, the question of reincarnation comes up. And I don't do reincarnation readings, so for the callers that want to call in and, you know, was I Joan of Arc, that's why I'm afraid of matches or something like that, that's not necessarily what I do. I mean, if something like that does come through from a spirit, I'll I'll relay it. Um, But the thing is, I think to some extent we all may remember... Uh, reincarnation um, and prior lives, but some can be very, very subtle. Uh, for example, some people have very clear memories of prior lives. Others may be drawn to certain people and places. Some have a sense of deja vu, um, phobias with no apparent cause. Like afraid of swimming and maybe they drowned in another life or something. Precisely. And um, talents that people seem to naturally possess. I mean, Mozart was composing songs by the time he was four years old. I mean, that that's uncanny. It is, now, truly. Um, to, to give mainstream science their due, when it comes to natural ta- uh, talents, mainstream science answers this, that at some point in our embryonic development, the molecule in an unidentified enzyme influenced and directed the brain chem- chemistry, thus leading to a particular talent or skill. Okay, so there, there's a scientific explanation, but, I mean, there, there's cases where, and this is going to be part of what I'm going to be speaking at uh, at Edgar Casey Reincarnation Summit, when you have four-year-olds start talking about their prior lives and they start giving their address, where they lived, who they were married to, how they died, and there's no way that that child could possibly have known this. Well, remember the case of the little boy, James Leninger, who was a pilot from World War II? Absolutely. He started um, talking about um, being shot down at Chichijima. He said his plane was a Corsair, um, um, his ship was the Natoma, and that 
he had three G.I. Joe dolls named Leon, Walter, and Billy because those are who met me when I got to heaven. And his parents were like, what? And, and so his father started doing some research and found out that there was indeed a USS Natoma Bay, which is a, an aircraft carrier, and toward the end of World War II in the Pacific, it did launch Corsairs. Further investigation indicated that Lieutenant James Houston, who was 21 years old, was a pilot aboard the Natoma Bay, who was shot down in the Battle of Chichijima, which little James Leininger kept saying, and that three of the pilots who served with him were named Leon, Walter, and Billy, all of whom died before James Houston did. And he said, well, those are the three people that met him in heaven. Wow. Um, it gets even better, too, because they arranged, his parents and, and uh, the, the, the um, people studying him, arranged for James Leininger to go to a reunion. And he, and he knew them. He knew them, and he, he went up to the guy that he said was his best friend, Jack Larson, and he started revealing intricate details about the crewmates and some of the girls they quote-unquote dated. And this Jack Larson guy said, man, this guy has got to be James Houston. Nobody <laughs> can know this. And it's even, it gets even better because they introduced him to Anne Houston Barron, who at the time was the 84-year-old sister of, of James Houston. And he began to tell her things about family members, including extramarital affairs. Now, this is a little kid, okay? Jeez. This is probably like seven or eight years old at the time. And, and he's Anne, talking like an adult. An, an adult. And she said this child couldn't know the things he knows. He just couldn't. He's got to be some some part of my brother. So, so this is one of thousands, thousands of cases which have been... Uh, been uh, studied heavily. I mean, the thing is, George, reincarnation has been documented for thousands of years, but since the 1970s, when um, Dr. Uh, Ian, um, Ian Stevenson, Stevenson at the, yeah. yeah, at the Division of Perceptual Studies at the University of Virginia, applied the scientific method to analyzing cases of reincarnation. We call them court, case of reincarnation type. And Dr. Stevenson focused on children, children, uh, toddlers uh, that started recalling prior lives. He studied over 2,500 uh, of these cases. He avoided re religious discussion. He stuck strictly to science. After he passed, Dr. James Tucker took up um, his role. And um, the case studies that, that I have uh, examined are just fascinating. Just found, there's so many. I mean, we could spend an entire week just talking about the case studies in reincarnation because now they're being documented in a way that they never have before. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.